welcome to the Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Welcome to Zig Ziglar's Inspire Podcast. This is your host, Blake Lindsay, and I'm wondering, have you ever had a pity party? I'm talking about when you sit down and just kind of feel sorry for yourself. You're thinking no one quite understands how hard it is for you, and no one gives you the credit you deserve, and on and on it goes. As Zig says, the only problem with a pity party is no one else comes and there's no cake. Well, Zig will talk about a pity party he was having and how he got out of it. I'll be back in a few minutes. I'm a foodie and I enjoy learning about the process that brings great foods and beverages from idea to the table. And then I like tasting them and learning the nuances of what creates the most significant tastes from coffee to cheese to distilled beverages. I did a tequila tasting in Mexico and recently bourbon, Heaven Hill bottled in bond bourbon really impressed me from the story to the taste. I grew up in Kentucky where horse racing and bourbon are famous and I got introduced to Heaven Hill bottled in bond bourbon. It's produced by Heaven Hill Distillery, which has been and still remains family owned since 1935. And I'm impressed with the bourbon's ultra rich, smooth taste. And right on the bottle, it states that this bourbon is seven years old, which is actually three times longer than what's required to be certified as bottled in bond. I feel with beverages, the longer the prep, the better the taste. Being a bottled in bond product means it must pass a list of seven requirements that set the standard for this quality bourbon. So look for it at your local store. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely and drink wisely. At age 25, after I finally got my start in selling, I became the youngest divisional supervisor in the 66-year history of that company. Now, in direct sales, we were in the cookware business, and in direct sales, the field managers are the one who really control the destiny of that organization. Their daily contact with the salespeople, their training, their inspiration, their leadership, their being there to solve the problem, give the guidance and direction and all of those things, enormously important. When I was promoted to the position of divisional supervisor, I had to promote a person who was really not ready and not qualified to move to the field manager's level, but I had no other options, and so it, uh, it just had to be. Now, when I got the promotion, that division was going really gung-ho. I mean, everything was really coming up roses. But almost immediately, things started to happen. One of the uh, men who was a field manager had a heart attack, and that took him out of operation. One of the men had his uh, toe, big toe, almost completely cut off, and we might laugh about it, but he spent 20 days in the hospital, and for the next four months, he was on crutches, and he was uh, largely negated as far as going out in the field and doing the field work that was necessary. His organization went kaput, as did the one who had the heart attack. One of the managers had an integrity problem, uh, and that always brings difficulty, and it collapsed. The one who had taken my place did not have the experience, and uh, so that organization collapsed. Now, here's the scene. One month, we got a gung-ho, going, moving organization, and two months later, it's really going, but all of it is downhill. A rumor got started that the company was going to replace me. I just could not handle it. I didn't have enough experience. I was too young and all that sort of thing. 
Now, you're talking about somebody that had a pity party. Old Zig really had one. Well, I'm the good guy. I didn't have anything to do with that heart attack. I didn't have anything to do with cutting that toe off. I didn't have anything to do with the fact that I had no choice to promote one. I had nothing to do with that integrity problem. Not my fault. I mean, I just felt really put upon. I'm the good guy. And they're saying those ugly things about me. That ain't right. Oh, I had an advanced case of stinking thinking. It was fast settling into hardening of the attitudes. I desperately needed a checkup from the neck up. One day, and we were living in Knoxville, Tennessee, I walked down the main street there of uh, Knoxville, Tennessee, and there was a new book in the window. And the title of the book was The Power of Positive Thinking. I said, boy, if anybody has ever needed some positive thinking, it's old Zig. I walked in, I picked that sucker up, and I started reading it walking out the front door. I was on my way to the airport to catch a flight down to Nashville, Tennessee, where I'd been scheduled for several months to speak to another division of the company on guess what? Positive thinking. All right. Here was a guy with the worst attitude in the division being invited to speak on positive thinking. I got into that book, and Dr. Norman Vincent Peale, I realized, had written it specifically for me. He kept saying, now, Zig, I agree with you. You are not responsible for the heart attack. You're right, Zig. You had nothing to do with the big toe. You're absolutely right, Zig. You had nothing to do with all of those things. But let me tell you what you are responsible for. You're responsible with the way you handle that situation. It's not what happens to you. It's how you handle what happens to you that makes the difference. Now, let's have a little reality check very quickly. There are some people who are so, quote, positive, they lose their judgment. They think it's negative to ever say, here's a problem. Hey, that is not being negative. Identifying a problem is not being negative. Now, it is negative when you say, here's a problem, and there's nothing I can do about it. It's unsolvable. That's negative. Positive identifies the problem and says, now let me see, how am I going to solve this problem? I'll tell you, before I got a third of the way through with Dr. Peel's book, I started looking at each one of the divisions, and I said, well, hey, now here's something we can do, and here's something we can do, and here's something we can do, a dramatic, total, 100% turnaround. Now let me emphasize a point. The economy had not changed. The toe was still in bad shape. The heart was still in bad shape. The integrity was getting in a little better shape. And experience was being gained on the other end. But within 60 more days, we were doing more business than we'd been doing when all of those things happened. What changed? The thinking of the person in charge. One of my favorite statements when I do leadership conferences is, when you've got one stinking, thinking, inept worker... What you've got is one stinking, thinking, inept worker. But when you've got one stinking, thinking leader, what you've got is a factory full or an organization full of inept producers. We finished that year. I'd been promoted in May. We finished that year 22nd out of 66 divisions. The next year we were fifth. The next year we were third. And I'm talking now South Carolina versus New York and Kansas, the only two states that beat us. Now, what happened? What happened is very simple. Instead of having a pity party, my attitude changed. I started analyzing all of the strong qualities and the good things that these managers could be doing, and the results were absolutely dramatic. I got so excited about it. Let me simply say that I 
had a big promotion. It was followed by a big collapse. I caught the plum disease, poor little old me disease, big time. I spread the stinking thinking, and the solution was I read a book. Yes, you really can have everything in life you want. If you will, just help enough other people get what they want. I will say that enough time that I can guarantee you it's going to become a tremendous part of your life. You may find yourself in situations that you cannot control, but the lesson here is you can always control your response to those situations. Next time when you start to have a pity party, stop yourself and see if there's a different way of looking at the situation. You may not be able to change it, but changing your perspective I know will make a world of difference. This is Blake Lindsay encouraging you to live your life to the fullest. Ziggler. Ziggler. Inspiring true performance.